From activism to entertainment, health to nightlife, profiles and courage to travel, and so much more. This is the Jeff Hawker Show, LGBTQ news and lifestyle conversation for the Coachella Valley region. Here's Jeff Hawker on Radio 111. Welcome back, everybody. It is so great to have you with us today. We are so thrilled to be now Radio 111. And uh, if you want more information about all of the programs on the station, you can go to Radio111.com. We are 24-7 talk with news and all kinds of great programming. So make sure you listen and listen for long periods of time just to get a real feel for what's going on here in the Coachella Valley and beyond. Um, We're the only station that is all locally produced and locally owned, so we're very proud of that. I have a great show today. Um, In the first half an hour, we have Mariah Hansen, who is the founder of the Dyna. We're going to find out everything that's going on at the Dyna this coming weekend. And in the second half an hour, we've got Kyle Taylor, who is the co-chair of the Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend that will be coming up at the end of October. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about his real job as a massage therapist, too, because he's really, really helped me out when I really needed it. So I think we have Mariah on the phone. How are you doing today, Mariah? I am fantastic and crazy all at the same time. I Well, and you are at a location that sounds great, so thank you for that. Of course. (laughs) And I have to tell you, your publicist is one of the best I've ever worked with. She is so quick at getting me the information that I needed about the show and and, and is so sweet as well. She is one of those rare individuals that is both beautiful inside and out. I, I love working with her. I've worked with her for over a decade. We have you know, grown up together in this event. She is responsible for you know, so much of our media success. And I really appreciate you saying that because for me, my team is so important to me and, and they make the event happen. So I love it when people acknowledge them. That's great. Well, and you know, I greatly appreciate it. We're, we're in a same kind of business. I produce large scale events as well. And you you keep those people with you when when you really feel comfortable and safe and you know that your team is delivering, you keep them with you year after year after year because you have to have a sense of calm when you're doing large scale events. You have to have a sense of it for sure, although um, that's an ideal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I, I always work towards that ideal, you bet. <laughs> now, Mariah, we've known each other for a long time, but I don't yeah. know how we're still in our 20s. But I, I think I first Crazy. met you up in San Francisco many, many years ago. And yeah. it's just been wonderful to see how your business has flourished and you continue to to really do world-class events. Um, I wanted to get a sense, you know, I know you on the business side, but I want to get kind of get a sense of who you are as a person. Where do you originally come from? From Mill Valley, right outside of San Francisco. I grew up in, in a suburb. I'm from a really incredible mother, an activist, a fighter of, uh, you know, equality and um, tolerance, civil rights, 
I grew up in a very activist household, and that has always been forefront with me in terms of how I do my job, how I interpret my job, the kind of messaging that we do, the things that are really important to us at a very core level. I, I really I have to look back at a really incredible fierce woman for, for gifting me with those qualities, or, or maybe not quite as, as wonderful as hers, but certainly the seed to help to help me take this event and really do something meaningful and powerful with it. And I, I'm ever grateful for that. I guess I didn't realize you were from Mill Valley. Um, a, a good friend of mine who unfortunately is no longer with us, did you know Carrie Craig from yeah. Academy of Friends? He lived up in Mill Valley too. I grew up in Foster oh. City on the peninsula. And I have to tell you, I quite often remind myself on how grateful I am to live in a state that has so many rights for LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally agree with you. I mean, you you have been an activist most of your life. Um, give us an idea of how that activism really plays into who you are intrinsically as a person. Well, I think that when you have a platform where you can reach as many people as the diner reaches, not just actually at the event, but through the advertising, through the magnitude of the event, I think that comes with a responsibility to evolve personally so that you can present the the most highest and best event that you can because it changes lives. And we either change lives three ways, for the good, for the worse, or, or a flat line. And so I, I bring together a team that wants to change the world. And, and we have a powerful experience producing the event. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you also are, you know, have gotten some great accolades over the years. Um, in 2015, you got the NCLR Award, um, the 2014 Spirit of Stonewall Lifetime Achievement Award, and in 2013, the Athena Leadership Award. I would imagine the Athena Award probably, you know, has a, 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 an essence for you of, you know, because it's for women leaders and Mm. it's great to have you know to be acknowledged as a woman who has really like changed as you said changed the world Mm. as as it relates to women and 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 being a part of this movement yeah you know those those things are great and um getting an award getting recognition the power in that is is not for me. The power in that is that hopefully things like that inspire people who are younger than you, who can look at someone's life and the things that they created in that life that were meaningful, that were worthy of recognition, and to say, I I can I want to do that. I want to be that. I want to make that kind of a difference. So I think awards are great for posterity. I think they're mm-hmm. great for inspiration. Um, I I don't I don't uh, you know they they get put away in boxes because <laughs> my reward is is uh, producing this event. My reward is my staff. My reward is and the recognition is that is that we all come together so powerfully as a team to 
present an event that means so much to people. And it's pretty powerful to know that the Dyna is it's a bucket list item. It's it's so meaningful for our customers. And so we take that really seriously. And and really we try to hit a home run every year, not just on a hey, I'm throwing a great party level, but hey, let's all come together and let's open our hearts and be kind and compassionate and let's let's be different, let's be the same, let's celebrate each other no matter who we are, what our background is. That's powerful. That's an incredible reward. We're talking with Mariah Hansen. She's the founder of The Dyna. If you'd like tickets, the website is thedyna.com. It's coming up this weekend in Palm Springs. And you have always been, to me, you have always been someone who, when I've come to you to ask for things for like silent auctions, you've always said yes. I mean, your philanthropy and you wanting to share your you know, tickets and everything with different organizations has been incredible. Mm, thank you. I, I think that, um, that it's really important to give back. And I think we can give back in different ways, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's a, a, you know, a gift. I think it's just important in our community to really be conscious that we have a lot of work still to do. And that's why we have these organizations. Because even though it may seem for younger people like it's much easier to be an LGBTQIA American than it ever was, but there's people all over the world that are still, including in this country, that are still not comfortable in their own skin because of the environment that they're in. And that makes organizations important and that makes giving back critical. Yeah, remember, you know, when we were growing up in our teens and our 20s, we really didn't have too many, you know, well-known LGBTQ people to look up to. You know, we were kind of just shooting at the dark, you know, hoping that we could inspire ourselves. But these kids today, so much inspiration out there. I, I, I agree. It's really powerful. But it's also can be tricky because there is tons of inspiration, but... Um, but the work's not over. Yeah. And so we, so we need young people to be really conscious that uh, there's still work to do, even though it feels easier and it feels comfortable um, to go anywhere you want and be out and proud. And yet not all of us have that same experience. And so until that's a hundred percent, until there's no weak links in that chain, then uh, we all have work to do still. Is there anybody in particular that inspires you on a daily basis? Mm. So many or long people. or long term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, one of my favorite um, uh, people I have never met her is Urvashi Vade. Every time I hear her speak, I I want to to join the, um, the 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 gay or lesbian army. Not that there is one, but that's what I want to just go sign up yeah. because she's so powerfully inspirational. Um, that would be someone that's that I never forgot. Uh, every time I've ever heard her, um, but you know, I'm I'm also uh, I'm also inspired daily by, believe it or not, my staff. I have an incredible staff. Like I feel really lucky to be working with the women and a couple of men that um, that I work with, and they inspire me because they have the same level of commitment to the event that I do. Like we really love creating the joy that we do, and so. 
I feel really blessed in those in those areas. Yeah. You know, somebody who really inspires me every time I hear her talk is Jane Fonda. I, mm. she, she just yeah. knows so much about so many topics. And, you know, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't give speeches as much as she used to, but I would just sit there in awe. I saw her one time speak for an hour and 15 minutes eloquently without any cue yeah. cards or okay. anything. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, I just I, uh, I love people like that because they just have that. Um, it's spirit, so inspire, inspiration. It's you know, it's spirit just kind of coming through someone. Uh, that powerful kind of that energetic bond that that brings us all together. Some people just are tapped into that in a way that you just you know, just take hold of what they're saying and you don't want to let go. Yeah. Well, and like you said, you know, you you have a responsibility, you know, each year at your event, you have, you know, these young girls, you know, and and guys too, you know, equal opportunity at the events, but who, who really, you know, are there to, to grow as a human being. When we come back, we're going to be with Mariah Hansen. We're going to talk about everything going on at the Dinah and we'll find out who is appearing this year and how you get tickets. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on Radio 111. Now, here's Jeff. Welcome back, everybody. We're on the uh, phone with Mariah Hansen. She is the founder of the Dinah. Um, are you still using the, the word club skirts anymore? Uh, not really. Uh We've we're, we've really morphed into the Dyna. I, I own the service market for the Dyna, so it helps with avoiding confusion. But uh, Club Skirts has been the marquee for so long that it's still somewhat interchangeable. Now, you've always been a visionary as far as the artists that you've had at the Dyna. Um, some of the people you've had are Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Iggy Azalea. You know, of course, you found them and you were like, oh, my God, these these people would be great at our event. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the people that you are bringing this year that you look at and you're like, oh, well, maybe they're going to be a superstar at this point. And you do have some some really well-known names as well. So kind of give us an idea of what the rundown of the event this year is. Sure. I, I love the lineup this year. And I was really happy to put it back together because I thought I had an incredible lineup uh, when the event was postponed in 2020. And Sweetie was our headliner and she's world famous now. So, um, so I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to, how am I going to duplicate that? And I, I feel like we have such an incredible lineup. So some of the names to look out for are MKXYZ. She's actually a family and so she's an out artist who is so talented and you know her music and you'll start really getting used to her name because I think she's going to blow up. 
And another exciting thing that we just found out about is young baby Tate, who's also one of our artists and who's also on the rise, um, is, uh, had it, has invited MKXYZ to perform with her on stage uh, on, uh, which I think is Friday night. So um, Yeah, that's the black sorry, and white Saturday ball. Night. Yeah, no, it's a Saturday night at the Hollywood party. And so um, they're going to get two artists uh, on stage together debuting a song no one's heard yet that they've recorded together. So oh, wow, that's cool. That's happening at the diner. That's pretty darn cool. Yeah. So, so um, young baby Tate and then Tommy Genesis, who's just fun and kind of nasty and just so talented. And uh, we're really excited to have her. We have Swish, she's non-binary and um, she has a voice that will be reminiscent of uh, like Mama Cass. She's got one of those really deep, resonant, just, just expansive voices. I think you'll really enjoy. And she uh, looks really young. Yeah, she's young, but she's, she's 21. Wow. And, <laughs> and then, and, and, uh, and she'll be appearing the Sunday Fun Day pool party. That's right. At the yeah. Hilton Hotel main pool stage performance at one o'clock. You're so good. And then Cat Cunning uh, playing on Friday at uh, the Girl Spot Friday party. Um, she's playing at four. She's incredible. She's got this really beautiful song called Boys that celebrates. Um, our our transgender community and it's such a beautiful song she's such a beautiful person I would not miss that performance she's also an actress uh, she's just just one of just a lovely person I'm really excited about that we have um, Do Chi who is playing Saturday at the pool another up and coming rising artist that could easily just turn into the next big thing St. Panther's one of my favorites personally because she's just an anomaly. She is the cutest little bug. I just love her look. Um, and she plays like this really kind of, it's almost like jazz infused hip hop. And I love her. So I hope people don't miss that too, because I, I think she's incredibly talented. And that uh, is Sunday at three. Um, and that's at, also at the Hilton yeah. Hotel main yeah, pool Hilton Hotel. And then we have some some big guns. We have Cece Peniston, you know, who we all know. And I booked her because, well, two reasons. One, my girlfriend, who I'm just madly in love with, told me that Cece Peniston was her favorite artist. And I thought, oh, that's really cool because Cece and I worked together for years. So I booked Cece and I didn't tell my girlfriend. And she's not checked my website once. We'll talk about that after the event. <laughs> she didn't know that um, Cece Peniston is playing on Friday night. I'm really excited about that. That's my own little surprise for my girlfriend. But I also love her theme song, Finally, because that's how I feel. Finally, I get to celebrate my 30th anniversary. Exactly. Well, yeah, we should really tell everybody this is the 30th anniversary. And let me tell you, CeCe Penison is really easy to work with, too. I mean, that's the thing is when you do large events, you gravitate towards artists that are easy because if if they make your life miserable, it's like, really? (laughs) I totally agree with you. And we, 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 we do tend to avoid artists that are prima donna. In fact, I I was almost finalizing a contract with an artist. I won't say who it was, but she's going to be huge. And when I got her writer, it was so obnoxious yeah. that I went back to the agent and I said, you know, I, I'm going to drop this offer because you have to agree to the writer. Yeah. And so that's always an out. But it was like the green M&M writer. <laughs> and, and she's not super, 
well known yet, but she's managed by the same uh, team that manages the weekend. So she's got a strong team behind her. But we don't want to work with people like that. Exactly. I don't want to do that to my staff. Yeah, we, we are out of time, unfortunately. But the other big artist you have is Macy Gray. Macy Gray who and is gonna, SWV. Yeah, it's Saturday night at uh, the Palm Springs Convention Center. To get tickets, go to thedina.com. We are so grateful that you came on the show today, Mariah, and I look forward to seeing you. Uh, I always love talking to you, Jeff, and good luck on your event. So uh, uh, come by and say hi. Okay. Thank you. I will. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good day. And coming up next is Kyle Taylor. He is the co-chair of the Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend. And we're going to talk about how you get tickets and how you support the event. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. The Desert Cities A to Z on LGBTQ. This is the Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. We are in the studio today with Kyle Taylor. He is the co-chair for the Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend. And uh, I have the distinct privilege of working with you on this year's event. Um, We've worked in a lot of capacities already. Um, a little bit on the plunge pool party. Yes. Um, you know, we've already uh, done a lot of our spots for all the different stations that we're partnering with, including Radio 111. We're a very proud sponsor of Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend. So welcome to the microphone. Thank you very much. It's good to be here today. Thank you. Um, how did you get involved with the leather crowd leather crowd well i mean tell us a little bit about your your history my history was uh back in virginia i was a virginia boy, drum, drummer boy 1999 uh really didn't understand the community and so i uh, got myself really really involved in it uh my leather sir uh fraser picard was actually the uh, international mr drummer uh 99 um and uh through the years just learned by being present with different groups and traveling around the country. What do you think is one of the main misunderstandings of the leather community? Oh, is that uh, everybody's just beating everybody up? And it's really not that. (laughs) Well, if you go to Folsom... (laughs) Well, that's a different story. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you, you know, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. Going to Folsom every single year, you know, I lived in San Francisco for 30 years. And I'll tell you, the you know, we, we just had this conversation with Mariah about up-and-coming artists. One of the ways that Folsom really began and, and fostered its growth was finding the best talent, best DJs, best bands they could find, and showcasing them at the event. And then it sort of morphed over time into being just a fetish event. Right. And the DJs are sort of secondary to all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it uh, looking at some of the reports from this past week, and um, it's not your typical Folsom that was was going on this year. But again, you know, with COVID, they're looking at different ways to make sure that everybody could have a good time as well as be safe. It didn't seem like there was as many people, no, the pictures no. that I saw. No, the time I went to Folsom, instead of walking back and forth, I just put myself against a brick wall and watched everybody else go back and forth. Well, and there's times when it's a little <laughs> bit scary because it's so packed, you can't move. Right. Everybody sort of converges at intersections. But I have to tell you, I've had some of the 
best times in my life at Folsom. Sure. You know, um, just because it's great because everybody is just being themselves. Right. They're wearing outfits. They don't care what anybody thinks about them. And you see everything. Everything. You know, and one of the things the last I went two years ago um, in 19 and one of the big things was not just dogs or puppies, but like creatures like dinosaurs and all. And they're really amazing costumes. Sure. Yeah, people put a lot of effort and time into these. I mean, they start the next years the right after the last day of the Folsom. So I can see where they get very, very excited. Aren't you already working on your outfit for next year? Well, less is more. <laughs> That's what I find. Less is more. But you got a lot of events coming up for Palm Springs Leather Pride. So yeah. do, how do you prepare for... Well, uh, first off, I want to thank the board of directors for uh, Palm Springs Leather Order of the Desert. Uh, I actually became involved in this event... Uh, because during COVID, I had a problem getting out of the house. I didn't realize I was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And so I went back to my tribe and, uh, I did zoom meetings for my pledge period. And when they were getting ready to vote, I said, if you feel that I'm a, a good member to be part of this group, I'd be more than glad to work on leather pride. And they made me co-chair. (laughs) <laughs> and your other co-chair is Dan Smith, Dan Smith, yes, who is vivacious and fun yeah. and has tons of energy, tons of energy, and I'm sure he keeps you going a lot of times. Um, this is really a rebuilding year for PSLOD. Um, you know, COVID and a variety of things that transpired in the past really kind of got the membership down to a lower level. And I went to the meeting a couple weeks ago and. I think there was like 25 or 30 people there wanting to be pledges to be in the organization. Yeah, we, uh, Dan and I, as well as um, other board members, have been working very diligently and starting to develop more of a, a core group. Um, and they had done two focus groups and from outside the community, inside the community, but outside of our group, to find out exactly what we were missing and what we needed to do and what was found that we needed to be more welcoming, inclusive, and more present in the community. And so that was one of the... Uh, Dan and I just took off on that. We did not uh, stop. We just started going to find out what way can we help the community as well as well get ourselves out there. What does inclusivity mean to you as far as the organization? Uh, Inclusivity for me is seeing people that have not had the opportunity to be either in the leather community and are curious and to give them an opportunity to feel safe, sane, and consensual. Where before, they might be standing off in the back. I was one of those guys that stood off in the back until I felt more comfortable. And, and recently, we've... You're we, not anymore. No, You're I'm front not. and center on this <laughs> year's <laughs> event. <laughs> I, uh, I am. I am front and center of this year's event. And um, actually, it was very interesting that the call... They gave us business cards, Dan and I, business cards. And that is actually what gave, gave me the opportunity to speak, is by being able to give it to someone and then start talking about something because I, I, I really w- became quiet and that's not who I am. Yeah. We're talking with Kyle Taylor. He is the co-chair for Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend. If you want to get tickets, you can go to palmspringsleatherpride.org or you can go to Eventbrite and just do a search for Palm Springs Leather Pride and all the events show up. Yeah. Yeah. We it's have pretty easy this year. Yeah. We have uh, three pool parties, a meet and greet. It's going to be over at the tool shed. 
breakout dance. I think that's something you're having to do with. Something, yeah. Yeah, a, a formal dinner for about 250 people, leather contest, c- cigar social, uh, vendor mart, um, and then a victory party. <clears throat> so we're enjoying uh, putting this all together. However, Dan and I worked on a six-month schedule. Normally, it takes a year to do this, and yeah. uh, we just hit the road running. Uh, and we're really, really happy. We've got uh, sponsors like uh, the Barracks, Canyon Club, 501 Eagle, Toolshed, uh, DAP Health, Hawker Productions, Pig Solvents, GED Magazine, K-Gay, Jägermeister, Channel Q, uh, Icon City, Cultural Center, City, uh, Center of Palm Springs. <coughs> yeah. And uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of these sponsors you know, have been cultivated over the years and it's just great to see them grow their involvement and really want to be involved with the weekend that really is about brotherhood and bringing like-minded people who are into leather and fetish and and really enjoy that lifestyle. Um, let's, let's start with the event, the formal dinner, because that kind of really kicks off the weekend. I mean, you can register and, and come to 501 uh, Eagle yes. for the first night on Thursday night. What Correct. time is that out? Uh, it's going to be from 4 to 8. Okay. And then the formal dinner is really the first big event for the weekend. Right. And that's, tell us a little bit about it. The formal dinner is going to be over at the Renaissance Hotel. They were our first partners that we worked with. And uh, it's going to be uh, with also a silent auction that is being produced. Oh, I think, Jeff, aren't you doing something with that? I'm, yeah. And in fact, if if anybody wants to donate anything (laughs) to the silent auction, and this is what I tell people. It's a great way, if you don't have cash to outlay for an event, it's a great way to showcase a service or a product that you may have yes. and support a great organization. Um, you know, some of the charities that you've supported in the past have been um, really amazing different organizations. Kyle's over here going, what? Uh, what? <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, as I said, you know, you're really real rebuilding PSLOD. Yes. And we talked about um, also supporting the LGBT Center. I think a portion yes. of some of the yes, proceeds, some of the proceeds will go are going to, to uh, the LGBT Center as well as um, we're working with the homeless centers also in town. One of the things that oh I, yes, tell us about the socks and shoes. Socks and shoes. So um, <clears throat> it was 117 degrees one day, and I was driving down Indian Canyon. I saw this homeless person walking without any shoes on, and I thought this is not acceptable. So I went right over to one of the. I went to Martha's Village, villages to um, ask what we could do, and uh, brought it up to the next meeting. And um, so we are doing a shoe drive. Rob Cole from the Tool Shed is accepting shoes and socks. We have three barrels already collected, and they'll be distributed between the Jewish Community Center and Well in the Desert as well as uh, uh, Martha's Village. Um, and hopefully this will be ongoing. Well, and it, it really is supposed to end at the end of September, but if you end up you know, bringing in stuff, they're going to make sure it gets to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's no doubt. I mean, one of the things that we're looking at is not just doing an event a year. We're going to be doing quarterly events as well as reaching out to the community and being a part of. And that's one of the things that Dan and I uh, really are focusing on during this year is the hospitality aspect and really making sure that everybody's welcome. So like at the dinner that we're having, it's going to be about 250 people. And uh, could, could it be more? Because you're pretty close to that number already. Uh, it could be more. It could be more. We, we're not going to turn people away. We, we have a capacity of about 300. 
hundred. Um, but we want to make sure that everybody's going to have a good time. Uh, and uh, like I said, the Renaissance has been great working with us on menus. And um, we have some special guests that are going to be performing during the uh, silent auction and cocktail hour. Can you talk about them yet? Well, uh, you want him to be. I, it's going to be pretty special. I just, okay. I want. It's the art of surprise this year. That's one of the okay. things that Dan, Dan and I have continued to work on, is adding something different that they're not used to seeing from before. Well, and again, you know, it's like that old adage. You know, they always talk about you know people who ride motorcycles. You know, they're like you know hell's angels and mm-hmm. stuff. The, the the reality is, people come from all over the world to the Palm Springs Leather Pride weekend. And that's one of the things that you and I have talked about and the, and the whole committee has talked about is growing it so it becomes an internationally known sure. weekend yeah. where it is on everybody's bucket list yes. and is part of their scheduling they do for the different competitions throughout the United States. Yes, yes. So the second night, the second big night is the contest. The contest. And that's going to be held over at the Cultural Center of Pump Springs. Um, we have right now approximately five contestants that um, are being sponsored by different organizations in town. They're all excited. Some of them are very seasoned in um, in competition. Uh, some are coming back and going back into the competition. Uh, and um, again, we're working with... Uh, can you be a title holder somewhere else and then be in Mr. Palm Springs Leather Contest? Yes, you can. Yep. yep. There are people that have also run before and won the title and they're coming back and i think you know this the two-year period that we were gone and not in 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 the public eye a lot of people looked at where what where when and how yeah there's and, no rules anymore mm-hmm. well uh, right. two, two, after two years of no rules <laughs> like living by yourself or with two little dogs yeah there's no rules <laughs> So tell us some of the, the sponsors of the contestants. Uh, well, we have 420 Bank, which has just signed on with uh, one of our contestants. And uh, Julie's an, uh, an amazing person. The, I was there the day she opened up the shop and uh, was actually just in awe of her energy. Um, so she's uh, sponsoring one of our contestants. We also have... Uh, See who else. When we come back, okay. we're going to find out about the other contestants and find out about some of their backgrounds and stuff because I know you know some of the contestants Mm -hmm. Um, we'll talk all about Palm Springs Leather Pride weekend and some of the great sponsors and supporters of the event and if you want tickets you can go to palmspringsleatherpride.org we'll be back with Kyle Taylor you are listening to the Jeff Hawker show on Radio 111 listening to the jeff hawker show from radio 111 live from palm springs here's jeff we're back with kyle taylor how are you doing today kyle doing good you're looking good well thank you i think think we both kind of had a low-key weekend very very, like low low, low, low yeah Yeah. somebody was talking to me at the gym this morning and i was saying how i've been really focusing on my self-care lately yeah and which is really key when you do what I do for a living and you're being pulled in 12 different directions, um, you forget about yourself. Yes. 
And I always tell people, <laughs> please don't take the last piece. No. That's a great movie from a, a great line from a movie. I think it's all about Eve. And the girl's like, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. And the other girl's like, well, I'd hate to take the very last piece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Palm Springs Leather Pride Weekend, which is one of the biggest events yeah. that the organization has tried to put on before yes um because there is a lot of components and a lot of it is due to the success that you've had with partners in the community Correct. so we were talking a little bit about a couple of the bars and entities that have sponsored some of the contestants yes so uh 501 eagle is sponsoring one uh also uh the barracks and the tool shed are sponsoring uh and we're, we're still looking for one more sponsor, as a matter of fact. Um, so you but, want a total of six contestants? Well, we have five. We have five. Uh, okay. But we're looking for one more. Um, and, it, and it's great because uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't hard to get the contestants to sponsor. They either came with them or they just signed right up. Um, and we've been very, very fortunate with uh, the, the bars in town that have uh, really uh, contributed a great deal in the very, very beginning. And if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be able to get off where we're going. You know, I have to say I'm very proud to represent, you know, I was um, Mr. Barracks in 2009, mm -hmm. and then I was Mr. Street Bar Leather in 2015. And it was great being in the Mr. Palm Springs contest. There's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of yes. things you do together. Um, but it's nerve-wracking. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, you really, if you, if you want to win, you really work hard. Like, I did like fasting and I worked out a lot and I went to the gym twice a day and you know it paid off but I didn't win either one <laughs> but you see it's, it believe it or not and, and it's all about winning to me it's all about winning to you but the other aspect is is the experience itself it what is. you go through yeah. and what leads up to it because you find a lot of things out about yourself that you don't know number one and number two that you're you're with a group of people that are going to be supportive. Yeah. I mean, the the club itself is very, very supportive of all of our contestants, as well as the new, uh, well, we have new pledges. We have, I think, 12 new pledges coming in. Right. And uh, we just had recently had a, the plunge pool party in which they actually got to be part of volunteering that day. And some of the, the guys didn't have any experience with it. They didn't know what they were walking into. And to see them coming out of it going, I really had a great time. Uh, there's a lot about body image that, you know, they're, they're concerned about what they're looking like. And it really isn't about the body. It's more about being open, free, and consensual and safe. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, there is always somebody for everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen it in my lifetime. So don't ever think that you're not good enough. Everybody's good enough to find love and oh, to sure. find sex and play and all that. We have, we have one couple that actually met two years ago at the dinner. And they are celebrating their anniversary that oh, same wow. day. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I always enjoy the dinner because everybody is in their dress leather. Yep. And it's just, it's more of a um, an event with stature to it. Yes. There, there's, there's, you know, the look and feel that everybody has that's, it's formal. It, you know? it is formal. And uh, we've had to put a little... Uh, message on the side we can't have bare butts this year because it's in the in the hotel the normally hotel. we were over at the uh 
the airspace museum. So that was a little yeah. different. But well, he, and it was at restaurants and stuff before that yeah, too. Yeah, it's so. a great support. I mean, the the city of Palm Springs, you know, the the different businesses have really supported this event over the years. Oh yeah. I'm just really we we should say you know PS Resorts has su- supported it this yes. year and they are not a city agency but they are funded by the hotel tax from the city and they use half of that money to specifically support events so we're really proud and honored off top data from the Hilton Hotel was supportive this year mm-hmm. so you know we're grateful to all the sponsors and again you know thanking the board of directors for PSLOD and your co-chair Dan Smith yep um, so that you have the contest and the pool party, and then once the person wins, yes, then they go to I barracks know. on oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sunday the, night yeah on Sunday night there's a victory party yeah and then they go on to IML IML yep so that that's a big deal it is a big deal and uh, IML has been canceled I think two or three times and uh, so now they have the date coming up in uh, I think the spring coming up and uh, yeah people are excited. Um, yeah. Because, you know, they were, a lot of people were concerned that we were going to be shut down. And I don't see that happening. I think, uh, you know, people are looking at the, the numbers that are going down. As a matter of fact, we're seeing that today. Well, and everybody's required to be vaccinated at all the events. And yes. so make sure mm-hmm. you bring your vaccination card mm-hmm. or a picture of it on your phone. Bring a mask just in case because, you, never know. you know, you never know. So great to have you on the show, Always Kyle. Good to be with you, Jeff. We'll have you back and we'll talk about the chorus because you and I are singers in the yes, Palm Springs Gay Men's yeah, Chorus. Yeah. So if you want tickets to Palm Springs Leather Pride, go to palmspringsleatherpride.org or go to Eventbrite and just do a search for Palm Springs Leather Pride. If you want more information about all the programs on Radio 111, go to radio111.com. We've got a lot of Great programming, and we're so thrilled and honored to be back on the air. And great things are happening with the Desert Sun, NBC Palm Springs. You've been listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111.